3: Raise that cup of coffee at me. I am filthy Good at
0: you. morning, everyone.
3: <laughs> yeah, morning. It's <laughs> fucking, what is it, two o'clock in the afternoon and you're yeah, sitting there my, sipping a latte. It's
0: my third coffee of day. It's today. a fancy-looking latte.
3: That you insisted on making. So get this, everyone. Hi, welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. We're supposed to record at 1.30. Jax goes, oh, I'm late. We'll get to that in a minute. So <sighs> Franco and I are sitting there. I know Franco's ready to go because he's messaging on the messenger group and we're chatting. And yep. then... Just as Jax goes, okay, I'm ready. Franco doesn't show up. And we're sitting there going, where the fuck's Franco? What's happening? He goes, oh, sorry, just making a coffee. I'm like, you had
0: 15 <laughs> minutes
3: of, of, of time where we were waiting for Jax and you decided exactly. to make your coffee. I had
0: 15 minutes. I thought when we got to the 10-minute mark, I was thinking, oh, well, you know what? I don't know. And obviously, yeah, we'll get to why you were late. It was a, it was a non-standard reason. I didn't know how long you would be. so I <laughs> He thought, said a couple of I- I minutes. He
3: well... goes, just a couple more minutes.
0: Well, you know what? It takes a couple of minutes to make a coffee. I was two minutes late. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. The taste I'm is worth just, it.
3: We're recording on a Wednesday. Usually we record on a like Thursday or Friday. It's a Wednesday. I'm frazzled. I've got two more days of work left ahead of me. Also, I'm going out tonight, which is unusual for me for a weeknight. I'm going to the theatre. and I was a
0: breakfast person.
3: Yeah, no, exactly. And going into the city for something that starts at 7 o'clock. So I'm just nervous. I
1: think the the different podcast record day has just thrown everything out of whack a bit.
3: Yeah, so what happened to you? Why were you late?
1: So, okay, context here. Um, I've just spent a whirlwind weekend in New York. We left on Saturday morning, got back in oh, Saturday, mo- uh, Monday morning uh, to go and see Jeez, a show. So quick. I had to go um,
3: yeah, so and see a show. What show? Did you you have to go and see a new. York? Uh, it was a one-week-only
1: uh, event, um, and it was uh, it was only it only had any, three shows on the weekend. So any big names? Usually, usually that happens when a big Hollywood celebrity does a show. Ben Platt was in it. Um, oh, nuts. okay. Yeah, um, no. Anyway, is- anyway, it was really good. It was worth it. Um, but anyway, so, so to give you an idea, we got about three hours sleep on Sunday night. Because we had to get up for a flight and obviously the time difference and everything and so still very tired. And then um, we also had daylight saving uh, end so we've gone back an hour. So now the podcast record time is 6.30 and it's Tuesday and so making some dinner just before we got on here and just making some pasta because it was quick and I'm like, all right, got to get the bloody pasta on and the water's boiling and I get the spoon and go like this to like stir the pasta, stir it too aggressively and a whole bunch of boiling water like flew out, Ouch. hit me um, in the stomach and so now I'm holding a, a face washer, slowly warming up face washer against myself like a wounded soldier. As is my it burn. that bad?
3: It's pretty bad. Because you're supposed to, you know what you're supposed to do with burns, right? I'm
1: supposed to run it underwater but I can't yeah. run my stomach underwater. Yeah, you'd
3: have to go get it in the shower. Yeah, yeah. you've
1: got to go have a bath.
0: Look, if yeah. it
3: starts to bother you, I don't yeah. want you to get permanently injured because of this stupid podcast. If it starts to yeah. really bother you, just say, guys, I need to go get in the shower and cool my burn and we can we can just <laughs> leave everyone hanging whatever we were okay. talking about and pick you it up again another day. can take the mic
0: day. to the shower, surely. Oh, I mean, shower podcast. Why
3: not? That'd be a great.
1: That's a great idea.
3: Um, well, given that you're injured and that yeah. I'm frazzled, should we just get straight into <laughs> questions this week? <laughs> <laughs> and Franco's should, um, got a coffee to drink. He doesn't want it to go should cold. Should we
0: let people know what they're listening to? Oh, no I no. said welcome I feel like to the Can We that's Help
3: You? No, I said, hey, thanks, welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. We answer questions, you write them in. If you have a question, you can send it to us, can we help you podcast at gmail.com or www. Go. I don't even know if that's what we are or if it's HTTP. Is it www, Jax? I think it's either or. I think so. Oh, okay, good, that's- www. Or, as Jax would know, www.
1: www. Oh, that's a classic that's a, of yours.
3: That's an old callback. That wasn't me. That was the <laughs> person I interviewed. Anyway, we'll tell that story another day. Uh, can we help you podcast.com and you can fill in the form there and ask us a little question. And then that's what we do. So now what Jax is going to do is press a button. And it's going to make this fun little music play and then we're going to start answering questions. <laughs>
1: it's always good when you have to explain it.
3: Seamless. Yeah. Oh, I'm just behind the curtain everyone. there. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: breaking Plus, the fourth wall.
3: Speaking of, we've got a Ronnie here with a problem to do with oh. um, audio, producing, radio, podcasting, all that oh, fun lovely. stuff. So let's get into it. And they say, hello, Sash, Jax and maybe Franco, which I thought was Hello, maybe, maybe,
0: Franco. <laughs> maybe Franco is here. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: hello, Ronnie. Thank you for your question.
3: Thank you. I'm in a predicament with uni and post-high school education. Uh, For some context, I want to go into a career in radio. I'm based in Victoria, Australia. I started a degree in media and comms at a Melbourne university and I'm halfway through. To be honest, it's become boring and stale. It doesn't have much to do with radio anymore. But recently, I've been urged to apply for the postgraduate diploma in radio and podcasting at the Australian Film, Television and Radio School, AFTRS, for the part-time newly created online program. Um, I've been feeling pressure from my parents to stay in my degree and not abandon what I have started but also I'm at the point where I hate it as well. I'm really keen on a career in the commercial radio industry and I just want to find the right path. Um, he says he submitted this application to After secretly. If I do get Ooh. the position, he asks, um, how do I go about discussing this with my parents to get them to see my point of view? I'm also keen to hear your opinion on moving to a different education institution and how did your education journey affect your start point in radio? Can you help me love Ronnie? Bit of a long one there, but I think the point's pretty clear. They don't like their degree. They want to go study a a shorter course that's really hyper-focused on industry and and getting experience, but they're facing opposition from their parents.
1: Ooh, I wonder how many people... Actually, are interested in a career in radio? Do you think there'd be many these days?
3: I well, feel like we know not.
1: there's at least one. <laughs> there's at least
3: one. <laughs> Just the one person, Ronnie. I you're gonna have that, no problem that getting might a be job. It. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I feel like every co- every media job you like when you study media, whether it be radio writing, uh, TV journalism, whatever it is, pod- well, except for podcasting. Podcasting, they're like, yeah, get into it because that's where it's all taking off. I remember when I studied, they were like, oh, most of you probably won't get jobs. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> this yeah, that's is what awesome. happened to
1: my, my degree. They went, no one here is going to get a job. And I was like, great. Glad we're spending all this money on this degree. Yeah. Uh, I will say I did a, um, I know you, Sasha, didn't finish your TAFE. Is it, was it a TAFE degree?
3: No, it was, a, it was a college diploma.
1: Yeah, your diploma. So you didn't finish. Um, I did a. Um, no, no,
3: no. Hang on. Let me clear the record. I didn't finish yeah. uni. I, so I think I'm actually quite qualified to answer Ronnie's question because I started okay. a uni degree, didn't finish it, and then went and did a short course. Yeah, right,
1: right. So I also I did a uni degree and I hated it. Mm. I, got, I I I uh, I was like, what am I doing here? And I you know, and by the end I was like, I mean, look, I didn't study radio either. I studied film and television, and I went into film and television for a little bit and. Um, then, you know, look, the, the reason I was able to go into film and television and live for a little bit was because of the context I made at uni. Mm. So, uni is good for context, I will say that, but you're kind of looking at two different education institutions anyway. So, you're going to be doing a course either way, right? So, I mean, go to. Uh, here's actually, just quickly before I say, it, I say go to afters, but just quickly, how come Sydney people say afters and Melbourne people say afters?
3: I don't say afters, I say afters. I, I don't know anyone afters. who says afters in Sydney. Yeah. Everyone says yeah, afters. No, incorrect. No, You're talking to two no, Sydney people. Incorrect. We I don't say was after, talking uh, afters. To
0: a, I was talking to a someone who was a lecturer at afters and calls it afters.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's three.
1: <laughs> I went to afters and everyone called it afters and I was very confused.
3: For context <laughs> okay. for people who aren't in the industry, afters. Oh, fuck. I just said it. Afters is, a really, uh, is a really. I don't know. I think I say both. Afters is a really um, highly regarded, in depth radio, television, film school. um, Yeah. It's like the best in the country. Lots of industry professionals teach there. Like I said, highly regarded. A lot of people who go to Afters end up then getting into the industry that they wanted to get into. Yes. Um, I
1: went to Afters for film. uh, not for radio, but uh, the radio course is well regarded. I will say, mm. though, shifting a lot to podcasting focus more than a radio focus.
3: Well, I had a funny thing at work today where I realised that I'm seeing the future of the newsroom. Uh, they hired another podcasting person today and brought them around and, I'm, and it's like the third that they've brought around in recent really? times. And I'm like, these are my robots. These are the robots that are going to steal. They're not robots, they're humans, but I mean like these are the they're people gonna your job. that are going to replace radio news. Luckily, I, you know, have experience in podcasting and have a podcast currently with my <laughs> current workplace. So hopefully I'm not completely replaceable. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Podcasting is where it's at. And Ronnie, just a just a quick industry tip, maybe consider that as, you know, keeping that in mind as you're studying for commercial radio. Um, commercial radio, there's still a career there, 100%. But for how long... Well, nice.
0: who knows? Yeah. Um, Try and maybe stick to the companies that have a podcasting division because absolutely there there is a reckoning coming, 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 in. and
3: <laughs> coming there is a
0: rec- there is a reckoning coming, <laughs> and
1: it's going to affect those who
0: aren't in podcasting.
3: Absolutely, <laughs> uh, look th- at
1: the end of the day, you're you're halfway through your your degree, which means you still got let's say, a year and a half. A year and a
3: half, yeah. He said three years.
1: So if you're going to then do an afters course anyway, what's the point of doing the extra year and a half before going and doing your afters course?
3: They're not engaged. They're not engaged with the course. And I totally get this and I felt this and this is why um, this question, I was drawn to this question because I actually feel like I can genuinely give some proper advice to Ronnie for the first (laughs) time in this podcast ever.
0: This is literally the only thing (laughs) that we're qualified
1: for. (laughs) (laughs) Not finishing uni.
3: And then everyone else who listens to the podcast is like, this is boring. Why are they just talking about fucking radio and right, podcasting? Shut up. Right. We'll try and we'll try not to get too much into that. But um, I hated uni. I didn't like it. I was bored. They were making a study. Because at uni they're like, oh, get a fully well-rounded education, which has its merits,
1: I guess. Yeah, but especially at um, when you're doing media and comms, because it's like so like writing focused generally. Mm, and mm. if you don't want to do like, you know, I – I'm not going to go into a career as a as a newspaper journalist Mm. or an online journalist. So, like, I wouldn't, you know, media and comms is like, you know, it's like it's like you go into PR or whatever. It's, I mean, look, I won't say those skills don't come necessarily in handy, but I mean, to be honest, I
3: can't. Like, it'll give you a uni education is a decent education. You learn more than just this is how you press the microphone on and this is how you record a break. You learn a lot more than that at afters, but yes. you know what I mean. Um, it's, you know, you're you're learning about, you know, the philosophy behind media and, and, you know, its place in the world and all of that. And, you know, it's I'm, – I'm not discrediting a uni course. However, for me personally, I left uni and I found a hyper-focused diploma to do, which was journalism. Um, and – I got a job and I made lots, all the same thing as I find with the colleges and stuff, they are actual people usually currently working in the industry. An announcer I know is actually about to start teaching. Um, Actually, he's doing the, he's going to be teaching the TAFE course um, in radio, but same idea where it's like he works, he currently has a show a breakfast show and he's going to be teaching. Like where else? Yeah. At uni you're not getting those sort of teachers, not yeah. in the and, same and way.
1: Because at universe, universities require you to have a, you know, a, a, at least a master's if not a, a PhD and so you're getting often academics rather academics, than people yes. who are actively working, yeah. which that's not to say there's not merit to the academic um view and the academic learnings that you would, ne- you, would get at, you get at university. But, university? you know, if you're... <laughs> university At university, the university. <laughs> radio is a particularly you know trade based you know it's it's kind of a bit more technical depending on what you want to do in radio but um you know you, you might find and you might find you get better um industry connections better pathways to industry by going to somewhere like afters i definitely i went to afters and I enjoyed every second of it I thought it was a great institution um
3: I wish I knew about afters when I didn't. I I think because I was looking for journalism courses as opposed yeah. to radio courses. I hadn't decided that I wanted to do radio, but I knew I wanted to either yeah, I wanted to do writing um, or audio. I liked audio. Yeah. I liked radio. Yeah, I, I would have. I wish I'd gone to afters because it might have taken me down a different path. Not that I don't like what I do, but um, you
1: might be sitting there going,
3: oh. <laughs> Yeah, did you see Lady Gaga over the weekend. Oh, here's her new one. <laughs> no, the new one this week's pink. Ugh. I work oh, for a yeah, station okay, that loves a... pink and uh. it's just nonstop. <laughs> um, so first Ronnie, I am one hundred percent on board with you ditching the degree and going to afters. One thousand percent. I think you should do it. If you're bored and not engaged in the uni degree and there's something and you you know what you want to do and you, there's a course that you can do that'll get you there quicker and I think you'll be a lot more engaged because it's just about radio. Keep in mind with the afters radio course though, you will study journalism for part of it. Um, mm-hmm. you will study things like audio editing. It's not just gonna be like here's how to be a jock, it's here's how to work in yeah. radio. I think
1: I think that's good though, because you get a well-rounded education in radio and you get to kind of decide what you want to do. Yeah. Um the fi- the you know, the the film courses that that afters run are a lot like that too. I will say, I think as a t tw- like a nineteen year old in university, I hated the university structure. I hated that you had to do electives. I think university should be saved for people who are older. Yeah. More mature. Because I think you would gain a lot more. Because I think now and I'm like, God, if I could go back to uni and I could justify spending a shitload of cash (laughs) on learning stuff that's not going to be useful, like, you know, not going to land me a job somewhere, Mm. there's so many things I'd like to learn about, so many things I'd like to study. I'd love to, you know... I'd like to go to pastry school to learn how to, you know, do better. Bedf- I'm never going to be a pastry chef, ever. But I'd love to go to culinary school just to yeah, learn how to cook. To learn I'm never going to be a chef. I don't want to mm. be a chef. I will never work in the kitchen. Yeah. But I'd love to go to culinary school. But I'm not going to drop 30K yeah. to go to culinary school. No. I, I can't justify it if I'm not going to be a chef. But I think... Like I think back to like, oh, my God, I hated electives. All I wanted to do was, you know, blah, 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 technical stuff. There was a whole world open to me that I will never – that's closed off to me now.
3: Yeah.
1: Because I'm not going to go back to uni. I'm not going to quit my job and go back to uni to learn stuff that's not
0: useful to me. You always
3: could do it. Yeah, but what's the (laughs)
1: point? It would be different now as well because you're not going to be
0: distracted by, you know – Getting absolutely shit faced every weekend. Exactly. Week not.
1: I'm not there to like you know. I mean, obviously, I would make friends, but I'm not there to make friends and to to go out and get drunk every every weekend. You know, that's it's just a. I feel like we almost need like adult university. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, like you can study online and stuff, but you're right; you have to pay for it. Yeah, like
1: study online sucks, and also you got to pay for it.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And not um, that you don't
1: have to pay for like university courses when you're a kid, but it's just that uh, it's yeah, a different you pay kind for of. It. Through the rest of your life, pretty much, yeah, and you also <laughs> you the whole idea, yeah, the whole idea <laughs> is that you are doing it to get a career to get a job, whereas I just want to go, and so obviously you know you get you learn the things you need to get a job, and then you get that job, and then you pay back over time. I just want to go and learn things to learn things.
3: Mm. Shane has this problem because he, in school, he didn't know what he wanted to do. He had no fucking idea. And, like, he's a bloke and he lived in the western suburbs of Sydney. So, of course, he did metalworking and and woodwork because he's like, what else do I do? He did PE and all of that stuff because he liked sport. Um, And now, like you know, he loves science. He likes puzzles. And, and I think, I don't know if he likes math specifically, but I'm sure there's some math theory that he'd be interested in. And history, when I talk about history, he's like, Oh, I just never studied any of that at school because I wasn't interested when I was a 17 year old boy with raging hormones. It's kind of fucked how people have to make these decisions when they're so young. Um, And for me, like luckily, because, you know, I. I did know what I wanted to do, but I hated uni. And so I dropped out and I ended up working in this job that was awful and mind numbing for two years. Um, Luckily I pulled myself out of it, but I think that's how a lot of people probably get stuck in shitty careers because they've studied something because they felt like they had to do something or they've dropped out and gone, okay, what can an entry level, what can I do where I don't have to have a degree? And often they're entry level kind of, you know, fairly menial jobs. Um, Not that they can't be fulfilling, but you know, if you if you had higher ambitions to do something else, and you end up doing a job that doesn't require study, then you might be a bit bored. Yeah. I um, feel like
1: you know, university sort of like like at the end of the day, like I know there's this whole push for online learning, but like I feel like universities haven't really evolved other than online learning. There's not like a
2: mm. gee,
1: how do we like cater our programs? to the different ways that people learn. It's it's still like a, Very here's academic. a selection of units. Here's yeah. a, you know, you have to complete X amount of units. The classes are on, you know, X times. Yes, you can also do them online but they're still at X times. You've got to write an essay. You've got to, you know, submit Very an assignment. You've got to submit it at
3: a particular time. Also lectures. Like yeah. tutes, tutes I get because they were a lot more like smaller groups, um, a a teacher, and you'd discuss things and you'd go through course material, whatever it was. I don't know. I only went to two. Um, (laughs) But, like, lectures, you sit in a huge auditorium with a hundred other people with some old dude with patches on his elbows just lecturing at you. With the overhead
1: projector or the uh, the whiteboard? Who
3: learns that? Does anyone actually learn something from lectures? I would like to know because I can't see that being an effective education tool. I can understand if you're an academic and you're like deep into a PhD and like you, I don't know, go to something that's specifically about some specific thing you're studying. But like for me when I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm learning about, I don't know, fucking radio. Someone just talking at me for two hours (laughs) isn't going to get me very far. I'll tune out. And I'm sure it works for some people.
0: It makes sense from a historical perspective, like you were saying, like that would have been the most effective way to learn in the forties before T V. You get someone who was effective, and but it you was a get them thing. to, you know, tour to different universities and give their talk. But now there are so many better options.
1: Yeah. yeah it makes have- sense purely in a in a perspective of okay, we've got someone who knows something about something and we've got a whole lot of people who need to know that knowledge. What's the quickest and most effective way we can do it? Okay, just put them at the front and just talk, talk. at them for two hours <laughs> a week. And hope they listen. Hope yeah. they listen.
3: Ronnie, you probably won't get a group of three people more opposed to like a traditional education. I think we've all <laughs> kind of gone yeah. through fairly, you know, al- alternative quote-unquote paths. Now.
0: Oh, well, I, I just didn't take a path but that's that's also an option
3: <laughs> right, totally look at you now you're a successful yeah. freelancer you've got there <laughs> it's um it's working
0: for me my economics teacher would be thrilled
3: <laughs> <laughs> on the issue of your parents now uh this is hard i think when you're in that bag. i mean okay so they're they're a year and a half into their degree so they'd at least be 19 Do they actually do they say their age
1: uh, I, was so, I would have been, ninth, yeah, around nine, so 19. would be at 19, least around 20. 19-ish. At least, You're yeah. in
3: that phase where you're probably still living at home, you're probably mooching off your parents still a little bit and so yep. they might feel the, and, you know, mm. they're your parents, they want the best for you. A lot of parents are very picky about what their kids decide to do and how they decide to do it. Ronnie you're an, you're you're an adult now and as hard as it might be to tell your parents that their way of thinking is different to yours you are well within your rights too um and I think that you should just be honest and say mum and dad I think this is the path that I have decided to go down and it's the path that I think is best for me I appreciate your input I appreciate your advice please know that I still care about my results and I want to get a career and I want to do well, but I think this is going to be the best way for me to get there. And unfortunately for them, Ronnie, it's a case of they either like it or lump it. You know, you're the one who's in charge of these decisions, particularly if you're the one footing the bill. Now, if they're paying for your degree and you're halfway through. I can understand why they might have a bit more of an issue <laughs> uh, because there's all sorts of fees and shit you have to pay. I don't know. You know, they might feel like it was a waste paying for 18 months of an education that you're they think you're not going to use. Um, but if you're the one, if you're on hex and you're footing the bill, um, it is your choice and I think you just need to kind of make that first, sounds like maybe the first big move against your parents, which is choosing your future path. It's not their choice, it's yours. They can have an opinion, but at the end of the day, you're the one who has to live with it, not them.
1: You're becoming an adult, Ronnie. I mean, worst case scenario, just lie to them. Just say that you're moving institutions and that you're going to get a degree. Because uh, uh, it sounds like, Ronnie, I mean, afters is in Sydney. So unless you are in Sydney... No, they're and in Victoria.
3: You're... They're in Melbourne. Yeah. So you're oh, going to have sorry. to move. He said, oh, yeah. no, it's an online course. It said um, it, mm. it's a blah, blah, blah for the part-time newly created online program at
1: afters. Oh, so oh they don't okay. Have to move. Really okay. That's that a little said, different.
3: why don't you move to Sydney and do it? Get out from under parents' Why don't your parents you just head. say
1: that you're shifting to online and then just do it at home? The, the, your parents, what are they? They will know.
3: They're not going no, to know. I mean, that you, is you is just tell sh- them in a year no. and a
1: half you say, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, i got my degree.
3: <laughs> no, because then they go, oh, why you have graduation? We're going to have a graduation party. We'll give you money for graduating uni. Oh, my God, hey, we're so you proud can graduate of you. graduate
1: from afters.
3: that's oh, yeah, sounds yeah. like a
0: perfect radio stunt <laughs> is get a job at, you know, Kiss FM, whatever, and get them to put on a fake graduation for oh you. Oh, my God, great idea. <laughs> I know a few people who get behind that idea.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it fucking sucks when your parents have a very different idea of what, you should be doing or how you should be doing it. Um, but, Ronnie, it's not like you're like, oh, I'm going to drop out and go do heroin. Like you're you're dropping out of uni. Hey, you to, don't know. No, they're dropping out of uni to go to afters <laughs> and to study radio, which is what they want to do. Um, I think if you explain it to them calmly and level-headedly, play them this podcast. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Dad and Mum of Ronnie. Of Ronnie. We think this is a really good idea for your child to – look. Spread their wings and fly in a different direction than what you think. And they're going to be okay, we promise.
1: And if you're concerned about them, just look at how successful we are.
3: (laughs) They could soon have a podcast with three (laughs) listeners just like us.
1: Hey, we have Uh, more than three.
3: I don't know how many we have. We haven't talked about the numbers for a while, so I'm I'm in the dark. I don't know. We could have 10 as far as I'm concerned.
1: We have more than 10. Do we
3: have 10? Is it more? We have
1: more than 10. Do
3: we have more than 100?
1: We have more than 100.
3: Oh, that's good. Do we have we more than a hundred thousand?
1: We don't have more than a hundred thousand. Oh, we have I somewhere quit. between one hundred and one hundred <laughs> <laughs> thousand. It's
3: a good oh, area okay, cool. to be in. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. say ninety thousand in my head. That's wonderful. Yeah, perfect. Um, but yeah, Ronnie, you know, and think hard, like make sure that, you know, it is definitely the thing you want to do. And if it is, then, you know, just chat to your parents and say and you just say, I have made this decision for me, Mum and dad. We hope I hope you accept it. Um, you know. And I love you guys and thanks for all your help so far but I'll take it from here.
1: Great advice. Ronnie, let us know how you go. And if you'd like an internship, we can't pay you, but uh can we help you podcast is always looking for interns.
3: Yeah, good point actually. We've asked this up. before though, no one ever applies. There, can there, we help
1: you podcast.co is look experience in commercial th- radio. Yeah. Can we help you podcast at if you would like to intern with us, we're here. We'll help you.
3: If it helps if everyone
1: you ha- else says no. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to pause to uh, go and re- re-wet my face wash that I'm holding against my burn. Ugh. Like a, As I said before, a, a wounded army How is soldier. it
3: looking? Is it okay? It's not too bad. It's a little
1: stingy, but it's not too bad. Might have to go go get some aloe vera cream.
3: But make sure you don't put it on while it's still hot. Make sure you get all the heat out of it first before you put creams on. Otherwise, it traps the heat in.
0: Oh, good idea!
3: Yeah, you can't yeah, like no, the idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. We are not doctors. This is not medical advice. No, no, advice. no. But that
3: I've done a first aid course. <laughs> trust me, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> now that you've remoistened your talus.
1: Re- remoistened. It's
3: now your that you're turn nice and moist. I'm um, nice question.
1: and moist. Well, my uh, burn is at least <laughs> okay. I've got a question <sighs> here from Ronnie. Hey, Hello, Ronnie, and thank you for your question. Ronnie writes, "Help." How come oh, I always end up with the questions that start to, with yeah.
2: help, help.
3: help, help? I don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: Ronnie writes, I got way too drunk at our Melbourne Cup work party. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is not going to end
0: well.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the boss started handing out free cocktails. Oh, what a what boss. Oh,
3: boss. someone, him or her.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't remember much after that point. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing five-inch heels and I woke up to grazers all over my knees. <sighs> Uh, well, uh, until I was back at work, and the finance guy was doing that <laughs> a finger gun thing to me, and told me <laughs> he was there and saw me falling over. Oh no! <laughs> How do I get over the painful uh. embarrassment of being the drunk one at that party?
3: Oh, Ronnie, I think you—you you
1: uh, have to get someone else
0: drunk.
3: <laughs> yeah, and that's not ethical. We can't encourage that, right. you know. You you can't. <laughs> You can't force booze down someone's throat just to make you look better. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ronnie, this might be something that you're carrying with you for a little while.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I think own it. I think it's okay to be the drunk one. If the boss is going around giving out free cocktails, true. I think own it.
3: True, 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 it. true. Yeah, and, and look, I. I think as long, I mean, the problem is Ronnie doesn't remember. Is there someone who can give you a rundown of the night, Ronnie? Do you have someone you can trust who can say, hey, you were totally fine. You were just having a really good time. If that's the case, great. You're the life of the party. Everyone will want to hang with you at the next work event. I have got no issue with someone getting merry at the Christmas party, at at a work function, I should say. I I say that because Christmas parties are coming up. We're in Christmas party season. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: However, if you were talking shit, if you were being inappropriate, if yeah. you were telling the boss what you really think of them, although how could you think <laughs> anything badly of them if they're giving out free cocktails? Free
1: cocktails, right.
3: Um, That's when you might have to do some reparations. Um, However, I mean, you know, shit happens. There's, you know, I just... Find out if you did anything really bad. I'm sure if you did, you would have been called into an HR yeah, meeting I by now. Too. You know, so it sounds like you just might be in the clear. But you know, maybe if there's someone that you should be like, oh hey, sorry, I was really full on at the Melbourne Cup function. I'd had one too many. Um, hope hope I wasn't too annoying or whatever. You know, because you know you know there are those drunk people that talk your <laughs> ear off, or or or, or you know. If there's a microphone involved or a DJ, oh, DJ, play this song, da, da, da. You know, <laughs> those people are fucking annoying. Oh,
1: I just, mm. just own it. You know what? He was – a finan- guy in finance was probably just as drunk as you. It's just that he didn't fall over. Actually, that's know? true.
3: That's true. He's trying
1: to put it on you by giving you the hey. – e. You know, just put it fucking back on him to say, oh, yeah, fucking didn't see you bloody – Without a hangover, I don't know.
3: That's well, I think that yeah, <laughs> good <cool>. one. Um,
1: <laughs>
3: I think the anxiety thing is such a, such a big thing, but you've got to remember, no one's thinking about you as much as you are. So exactly. everyone else has probably woken up with anxiety and gone, "Fuck, I got way too lit at <laughs> that function." And you know, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty lucky. I don't I don't think I've ever blacked out. I don't think I've ever forgotten. I've had, you know, nights where you go, did that happen? And then you talk to someone and then you piece it all back together. But I've never blacked out and not remembered anything.
1: <laughs> I've had one night like that. Oh. I, I used to. I thought I was so good. And I, I have been. There's never been a time where I've, like, fully blacked out and just forgotten everything except for my 21st birthday and this exact same thing happened to me is oh, <laughs> uh, we got, I think, about – must have been maybe two-thirds into the night and then realised that there was like a heap of money left on the bar and so just opened <laughs> the bar and I started drinking shots. Oh, dear. And then I literally have a gap in my memory. Wow. From that moment to waking up the next morning. Oh, my God. And, and I woke up and I was like, G'day, guys. And everyone's like, oh, mate, bloody you Aww. last night. I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you don't remember? <laughs> I said to my my... Best mate and his girlfriend at the time. I was like, oh, wish you guys had come back to the bloody hotel room. Would have been fun. And they were like, we did. We were there. We were there for most of the night.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I see, was like, what? <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that's, that's the worry because then you just don't know what you've said, what exactly you've done. Exactly what and you've done. Oh. The worst is when everyone else remembers but you yes. don't. I think there's only a few things you could do where you can completely ruin your reputation. And if finance guy's given you the finger guns, going, hey, hey, I think you might have been a bit of fun, Ronnie. I think you were just having a good time. And yeah, the finger guns is, hey, you were
1: fun. If you you were actually bad, it would have been like,
3: oh, God. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Just if you're really that embarrassed and it hasn't come up, just don't talk about it. And eventually you'll forget and everyone else will forget and it'll just be old history. Then at your next function, you know, if, if you feel like you did get a little bit too loose, just, just have a drink of water in between every drink. That's always my go-to if you're in for a long day or night. Drink of water in between each alcoholic beverage. It'll keep you steady. You'll still get litty, but you won't uh, get, you know, off chops.
1: Yeah, I do not do that. <laughs> no. I don't like either.
3: that. No. Okay, so I haven't had this for a really long time because I haven't gone yep. out like full partying yep. in a long time. That feeling you get where you suddenly realise how far gone you are. <laughs> Usually yeah, you know it's in the it toilet. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. You sit yep. down and you're talking with people and you drink, drink, yeah. drink, 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 and you get up, you go to the toilet and I don't know what it's like for girls because for dudes you stand up Standing to pee up, yeah. and you stand up and you just like slowly start like falling to the side yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit.
3: No, for girls it's staring at the back of the bathroom door and it starts to blur and move <laughs> and, that, and then uh, that's the worst feeling and I don't like feeling, I like being drunk and having a good time but i don't like feeling like mag- like maggot that's maggot to me where you're just completely gone <laughs> i don't like that feeling cuz i feel sick like it makes me feel ill and then once you realize you're there you can't have fun for the rest of the night i
1: disagree i quite enjoy i enjoy that moment personally i no. remember one party i went to i was I did, the same thing happened to me but i had a drink in my hand i went to the toilet i had a drink in my hand cuz i didn't know where what to do with it and so i was like oh, guess i'll just bloody drink it and i'm literally like Weeing as I was drinking and realizing that I was that drunk, and I just had this like feeling of like euphoria as if the liquid was literally just going straight through me. And I was like, (laughs) and I just had this like, oh my god, (laughs)
3: that's pretty funny. I like that. That's that, yeah, it's like a drunk, drunk fuck, shut up, don't worry. (laughs) Are you drunk now? I think I am. But yeah, no, I don't like that. I don't. I don't mind that feeling when you your first trip to the toilet and you go, "Ooh, I'm really feeling this. I'm feeling tiddly. <laughs> I'm talking about the one.
0: Yeah, I know. Five enjoy.
3: hours into the night, and it's it's and, good and,
0: to and, take oh. stock through the night. Every time you go to the toilet, just yeah. revisit. Where am I on the spectrum? Is it too oh, late yeah. to come back? Give it because you you can come back from that. You can. You definitely
3: yeah. can. But usually I find once I'm at that point, that's when I stop drinking because I'm like, oh, no, I've, I've, I've overdone myself here. You've got you
1: to gotta do a little yeah. cheeky tactical VOM while you're in the toilet.
3: Oh, the tactical VOM. <sighs> do you know when I do the tactical VOM is when I get mm. home? That's when I get home oh, yeah. and I'm in the shower because I always shower when I get home from a night out. Like it has to be – I think I've only ever not done that maybe once or twice um, and that's when I do my tactical VOM is in the shower or just before I get into the shower depends on how drunk I am so that I feel better in the morning. Cause I'm just getting purging, getting it all out. That is then, a good
0: idea. Yeah, I've never yeah. done the tactical von, but it does sound like it could help.
3: Oh, the worst one I did was a spew on someone's shoes at stereosonic, which is a music oh, no. festival, stereo. which I don't think exists in stereo. stereo. Um, and I'd said to, I was with Shane, but we've only been together for a little while. And I said to him, like, I oh, don't feel good. He's like, all right, I'll take you to the loo. You can, you know go clean yourself yep. up make yourself feel better and we're walking and i literally just went Bleh, and like <laughs> it was a projectile and it oh. splashed all over oh my god thank god for shane he was just like oh man i'm really really sorry she's just not feeling well like i was like oh, that's fine no worries i was like i'm really sorry yeah, like, you're lucky oh, it's god. a
1: place like stereo you might have got bashed for that
0: bashed yeah. i know no
3: everyone but was also in that's mood.
0: kind of common practice at a place like stereo. yeah
3: i feel like you've got to expect <laughs> vomit or something
0: on your shoes I've only vomited once while I was out. So I went out. So this is when I first started dating Jess. Mm. And we'd been together a few... Well, not even really together. We were seeing each other for a few months. And I decided to come down to Wollongong. And we did New Year's Eve in Wollongong with Mm. all of her friends. And we went out to to a club and everything. And one of her friends uh, was the kind of person to talk everyone into getting tequila shots. And I was still, you know, 20 or something Mm -hmm. at the time. So I could do a few tequila shots they caught up with me. Um, As they always From do. memory, it was after the countdown. So we did the New Year's <laughs> thing and it was about 12.30. Hey, yeah, nice. yeah, made it That's to midnight. That's good. Made it to midnight, so that was good. But it's the sort of night, you know, everyone would have been out there till three, four in the morning, mm-hmm. I guess. I found a couch on like in this like club bar kind of, yeah. you know, your typical bar yeah, that yeah, turns yeah. into a club at night. And I just remember sitting there for like half an hour and – then out of absolutely nowhere projectile vomiting <laughs> in this loud <laughs> full room onto the carpeted floor
3: Oh, that's and good. then oh, just man. getting
0: getting up and running out of the place.
3: <laughs> yeah, so no one knew it was and you. And
0: someone, someone must have seen me like walking out and, and Jess and all of her friends and one of her friends like took really good care of me. But then we needed to figure out how to get home and I was going to stay with Jess for the night and Jess's mum comes to pick us up. Oh. And I hadn't met Jess's oh. parents before. Oh,
3: Franco, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So
0: Jess's mum pulls no, up outside this club in Wollongong and I get in with my shirt absolutely covered Coffee in my own vomit. vomit. Oh, Hello, no. nice to meet you. I'm sorry about this.
3: <laughs> you would have been doing that thing where, you know, when you're really drunk and you're trying so hard <laughs> to act sober, over. Because you've done it, you know, people have done it to you. We're like, Hey, how are yeah. you going? Yeah. And you're like, mm, yeah, I would have uh,
0: sounded absolutely cooked. I was, and you would have smelled of vomit.
3: In yeah, a I tiny would have absolutely uh, reeked.
0: Gross. Oh, So, gross. the first time I ever, yeah, pretty much the first time I ever went to Jess's parents' place, I uh, I slept in her brother's bed, <laughs> who was still out that night, obviously. Oh. And her mum took all of my clothes oh. and washed them for me.
3: Oh, my God. She's going to be a mother anymore. Wow. Yeah,
0: and she still tells that story.
3: (laughs) She'll tell it at the wedding. I can't wait to hear it a second time. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. she will.
1: Yeah, you had to marry her after that because you can't, you know, once her mum does that, there's no like, you're not breaking up after that. No, you're lucky. And and
0: Jess wasn't really the kind of person, like she didn't really have many boys that she brought home at all. So this was like one of the first (laughs) times and she's trying to explain to her mum, oh, he's not always like this. This is the first time he's done it.
3: Look, I think that, you know, when we're, when we have kids, right, like listen to the stories we're telling and, you know, I think I'll actually find it cute if that happens with one of my kids and, you know, their partner, you know, like, it's like, oh, I remember when I was young, you're all right. I think we feel like parents, we've talked about this before when parents are like, you know, have never had a past and are just parents, but Mm. they're not, they have I'm sure Jess's parents have had similar nights <laughs> and they probably found it endearing that, you know, you're just this cute little 20-year-old who can't handle his booze. <laughs> I mean, obviously they yeah, like well, they didn't yeah. hate you after that because, you know. Yeah. You're I, under- I'm
0: surprised it. but they didn't. Yeah, no, her <laughs> parents were fine with it. My parents didn't find out until many years later.
3: See, Ronnie, but, if Franco um, can come back from that, then you can. you're fine. You're fine. He's marrying this girl. You just have to go to work with these people. Like, <laughs> honestly, you're fine. Clubs don't like you
1: exactly. vomiting in them, do they? No. Uh, I, no. I I currently
0: I, for the last two years have lived down the road from this place. I have not set foot in there
1: since that night.
3: Oh, you live near it? Oh my god!
1: Oh my god! I had a um. This place is luckily closed now, but I had a night out once as me and my mate, and um, he got very drunk very quickly. I must have drank something that was not. I don't know. Didn't agree with him, and he just like was sitting down in this club, and he just kind of gets up. Puts his hand over his mouth and starts vomiting through his fingers <laughs> along the like a little trail into the toilet <laughs> so that he could and then vomited in the sink because he couldn't Aww. get to a toilet quick enough. Yeah. And I'm like, but the sink my, is better than the car. I'm like, what do I do? So I True. go in there and he's like, he's finished vomiting. He's like, oh shit. And I'm like, um, okay. And then people are starting to go, who vomited in here? And then Ew. I walk out Aww. and security's like, oi. Yeah. You're feeling a bit sick, mate. And I was like, no, no, that wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't know who that was. And then my mate comes and out. You and you would have sounded the same. You would have been like, oh, But it actually me. wasn't me. And then my mate comes out and I'm like, and he's like, all right, so we go into the bar, get another drink. I was like, no, we have to leave this place right now.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, they don't. As soon as they, like usually you can't get in in the first place, but as soon as they see you vomiting or acting like you're about to, they're on to your straightaway yep. security. Well, Ronnie, there you go. There's some stories to make you feel better. Hope that helped. I've got lots more, but I don't feel like embarrassing myself today.
1: Another time. Yeah. Another
3: time. I think I'm quite a, I am a polite vomiter. I, I do, I'll tell one quick story. I was um on my way home on my own from, where was I? Uh, I can't remember. I was out in the city doing something. Yep. And we were going over the Harbour Bridge and you can't pull over anywhere on the Harbour Bridge. I'm in an Uber and I said to the guy. No, you cannot. I really don't feel well. Where can we pull over? He goes, I'll pull over as soon as we're over the bridge. Just hang on. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I hung on oh. and we pulled over. I literally opened the door, let it rip. Got all it out and then uh, shut the
1: door. Were you in the back?
3: Of course, yes. Yeah, I was, it's I hard. The, the back,
1: back seat—it's a that's a—it's a, a vomitist to begin with. The back seat, let alone if you're wasted.
3: <laughs> well, that's it for another week. Can we help you? We hope we've helped you. We hope we have. Yeah, I think we have. I think Ronnie will feel way better after hearing all those stories. We all have them, you know. And uh, Ronnie, if you didn't vomit, then you're fine as well. Like I feel like vomiting yeah. is
1: like a couple you know, of grazes and a bit of grass on your knees. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That's a funny story that everyone's going to tell. <laughs> um, Plus, the
1: stories we've
0: told aren't work related, but we've definitely had some. Oh my God, I was just oh. thinking this.
1: Like, literally, uh, you're like, oh, how do I get over the embarrassment of. I'm like, dude, we, I, oh I don't God. know, because we used to just go out and all get absolutely shit for every one of us. I don't yeah, know if it's just an industry thing, but literally like you – and even like yeah. you go to big nights where the whole industry is there and everyone, literally everyone is like yeah. off their rocker wasted Off
3: their face, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's what I said earlier. Ronnie's probably freaking out about nothing because yeah. everyone else is probably in the same boat. If your boss is going around handing out free cocktails exactly. to everyone, everyone's going to be in the same boat. Um, well, thanks, guys. What a week. What a week. Um, hope it's another good week ahead and we'll see you then and talk to you then.
1: Enjoy your theatre tonight, Sasha.
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah the theatre. And then I'm going away this weekend, which would oh, be nice. Nice. Going to, just going down the south coast to my parents' place. Haven't I'm been for down the south coast. a little while. Oh, I'm just so excited to go swimming. It's it's hot here. We're oh, we're we're it's, into it's so cold warm at the times. Here.
0: Yeah, it's finally beach weather.
3: Yeah. So and the weather's looking beautiful on Saturday. Um, so I am going to get in the ocean and I can't bloody wait.
1: Well, see you all next week. Have a lovely week. Don't forget to get in touch with us at canwehelpypodcast.com, dot com. Can we help you podcast at gmail dot com, and hit up our socials at Can We Help You Podcast on at least some of your socials. Franco may or may not feel like posting a video. I, my
0: yeah, money's on not. Not uh, <laughs> I feel like be able to have the time to. I've got all the excuses in the world. You'll never yeah. get past me. Uh,
3: yeah. Um, also, the Ronnie Room on Facebook. The Ronnie Room on Facebook. Can we
1: help your podcast.com forward slash room? Thank you for joining if you've joined recently. Thank you for listening. We love you. See you next
3: love week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.